What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey friends and welcome. This is Felice Skirwitz, and today we are going to talk about the Holy Spirit and actually my personal journey. This is episode 210. And you can find the show notes at A Few Minutes with God podcast. And I invite you to check out my books. I have several that are um, focused on faith. Uh, One of them is A Few Minutes with God, which is for um, teens, younger children as well, um, depending on their reading level, as well as the Truth Seekers Mystery Series, which is for tweens. And then I have my personal testimony that I Um, wrote in the book, One More Child as well. You can find these books on my website at mediaangels.com as well as on Amazon. Well, friends, this podcast um, was actually supposed to air quite some time ago. And I looked at the topic as I was getting ready to write it. And I thought, you know what, I'm just not in a frame of mind to share this. And I can't even tell you why, but I just felt like the time wasn't right and I was going to postpone it. And I recorded something else um, at that time. But I want to share a little bit about my personal journey closer to the third person of the Trinity. This is different than the testimony in my book, One More Child, although I do mention some of this in that book. This is specifically how the Lord brought me in a way that was um, very unexpected and during a very busy season in my life. And I had uh, two little children at the time. I had started homeschooling uh, not that long before this time. And I was very busy homeschooling my kids, you know, dealing with household and a lot of other things happening. And I just wasn't at that point really looking for a closer relationship with God. Um, I felt like I was in a good place with the Lord. But as always, the Lord seeks us with open arms. And when we talk about the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, I'm referring to one God and three persons, and in particular, the third person of the Trinity. And yeah, don't ask me to explain it. 
This is one of those mysteries of the Christian faith. And I've heard many talks about the Trinity. And, um, you know, it's one of those amazing things that when the more you think about it, and you think, well, I have a little bit of a grasp on it, um, the harder it is sometimes to grasp that it is just one God, but three distinct persons. And so, um, you know, looking at the Bible, you really will not find the word Trinity at all. But it was a truth that was taught down through the ages, just like Jesus asked his disciples to go out and preach to the nations. He left us a teaching body, the church, to explain those complicated truths. And sometimes the way they explain things is to say it is a mystery. It is a mystery of God. When I was younger, um, I received the sacraments of the church. I was baptized. I received uh, the gift of uh, first reconciliation, Holy Communion, and confirmation. And at that point, we were taught that we were soldiers in the army of Christ and that we would be receiving the Holy Spirit. But in you know, those younger years and, um, you know, how, how we are as kids, I don't really remember much about that time other than, you know, thinking about it more with head knowledge. Well, my journey began as an adult closer to the Holy Spirit, um, at the library of all places. I saw a friend of mine with a pile of books who was getting ready to check out and, The children and I made frequent trips to the library, and we often ran into other friends we knew. However, my friend didn't have her kids with her, and she was checking out books with religious titles. And I was kind of puzzled, and I asked her what she was doing, and she said, well, I'm preparing for an upcoming talk at church, and would you like to come? Well, how do you say to someone, well, no, thank you. I don't really want to come hear your talk or come to church and hear you speak, So, of course, I said, oh, sure, I'd love to come. And it wasn't that I wouldn't love to come, but I was, you know, kind of thinking, that's kind of weird that you're giving this talk at church. And so um, I started asking everyone I knew, some other friends that I knew, if anyone wanted to go with me, because, you know, other friends knew this mutual friend of mine. Um, Christina, and I thought, well, other people will want to go hear her speak. And it wasn't that I was really opposed to going, you know, it was that as a Catholic, I felt that if we're going to do something at church, and I'm going to hear a talk by a person at church, then it needs to include a pastor or two, or maybe a deacon thrown in uh, for good measure. But all I knew was that my friend was going to be giving a talk. So Um, And it was going to be on a Friday evening. And my husband opted to stay home and babysit our two kids. And I went because I felt this obligation to support my friend. So when I get there, I find out that I am attending a Life in the Spirit seminar. And I had no idea that this group of men and women were on fire and in love with God. There were some songs before the talk my friend gave, and they were very uplifting, uh, spirit-filled, enthusiastically sang. There was a guitar and tambourines, and I think someone offered to give me one of the tambourines, and I kind of said, no, 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 thank you. I'm just here to observe. (laughs) You know, I wasn't quite ready to grab the tambourine and join in. 
And for those of you listening that are evangelical Christians, it's probably very common in your gathering. You know, you may actually have a tambourine that you take to church. But I was pretty much taken aback and yet I was intrigued and I was looking around at all these happy people that were lifting up their hands and praising God. And I'm thinking, wow, this is really uh, unusual and not something that I was really um, had any exposure to. So my friend, you know, proceeded and and uh, gave her talk. And, and to this day, I can't really tell you what the talk was about. But all I know is that it pierced my heart with the hunger for more of God. Hebrews 4.12 states, For the word of God is living and effectual and more piercing than a two-edged sword and reaching unto the division of the soul and the spirit of the joints also and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So this word of God, you know, she shared some scriptures when she spoke and, you know, pointed us to the Bible and, you know, really spoke from the heart. And it really, really touched me. And I was invited to go back the next day for an all day session. And normally I, um, you know, would have made excuses or, you know, I went once and I supported my friend and, you know, I might have made an excuse, but I really felt led to go. and. Um, you know, I had the two little kids at home and it was a Saturday. So I knew my husband would be home, but it was also my anniversary. And my parents had offered to watch the children all day and then have them spend the night so that my husband and I could go to dinner. And I think my husband had to work a little bit that morning. I don't really remember, but I know that he was at home, you know, doing things around the house by the time I got home and we were going to go out to dinner. But I really, um, you know, was happy that I was able to go. And again, typically, I never go anywhere by myself. But when I was there, I was just blown away. The talks were anointed with the power of God. And I felt that many of the speakers were talking to me in such a clear manner. I wanted what they had, a love of the Lord and a willingness to put aside the ways of the world and join them on that narrow path. Matthew seven thirteen through 14 states, Enter into the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way which leads to destruction. And many there are who go there. How narrow is the gate, and straight is the way that leads to life, and few there are that find it. Before I left, two people prayed over me for an anointing of the Holy Spirit, and they led me through a prayer of asking the Lord's forgiveness to ways I may have hurt him in the past or um, things that I needed to forgive and opening my heart to whatever gifts the Lord had for me. We had learned about the gifts of the Holy Spirit um, during this weekend, and we read about the gifts. um, You can read about the gifts in 1 Corinthians 12. And some of the talks I'd heard you know, spoke about specific gifts. And I wanted some of these select gifts, for example, the gift of healing. That would be a nice gift to have, or maybe the gift of prophecy, or the word of knowledge. Yet I knew I should be open. And so I kept silent and just prayed to open myself up to God's power and his love. And I received my prayer language 
um, or which is also known as the gift of tongues. And believe me when I tell you that it was not really a gift I wanted, and it is actually considered one of the lesser gifts. Some people gauge their spirituality on whether or not they have the gift of tongues. And again, you can read about it in 1 Corinthians 12. Yet that is not a test to see if you have the Holy Spirit or not. There are many people who are spirit-filled who do not speak in tongues. Obviously, God is God and he works in any way and mysteriously that he wants. And I can't tell you why some people have the gift of tongues and others don't. God is willing to give us any of the gifts that we ask for, but we also must be open to receiving it. And sometimes we are the ones who turn our backs or are not open to receiving. We're afraid. We're concerned. We're not sure. We're puzzled. But all I know is that I entered with expectant faith and God gave me a wonderful anniversary present that I didn't even know that I wanted. When I arrived home and prepared to go out to dinner, I was so excited I couldn't wait to tell my husband all that had happened. And by the time we got into the restaurant, um, he had selected a very quiet and intimate place to go. Um, You know, I was like bubbling over with excitement and I couldn't wait to tell him all about it. In fact, he asked me to, of course, he thought the whole thing was kind of humorous and he's kind of smiling and kind of laughing and leaning over and going, lower your voice. People are looking at us. And, um, you know, and then he grabbed my hand across the table and, you know, he was smiling enthusiastically and he wanted me to tell him. In fact, he was really enthralled and curious, but I was so blessed to have this, you know, responsive spouse that was supportive and was holding my hand and encouraging me. He wasn't quite sure exactly what had happened, but he was happy for me. And much later on, you know, I think within a year or so, he also attended a Life in the Spirit seminar and walked away very blessed. And I was challenged through this infilling of God's love to read the Bible every day and spend time with the Lord in prayer and quiet. And you could say it was preparation for um, many years later when the Lord would call me to a Christian ministry where I would begin to write books with a biblical foundation And this podcast network is dedicated to spreading the good news that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I felt led by the Lord. And through this experience, it was one more step closer to him and preparing me. And it really helped me to be open to what God had in store for me. Life wasn't perfect after this happened, but it gave me the tools to be equipped for what life sends my way. And I know a lot of people feel this way when they accept the Lord as their personal Savior. They'll actually write down that date and celebrate that anniversary. Well, I already felt like at that point I had accepted the Lord, and it was just a deeper walk with the Lord. 1 Peter 4.11 says, If any man speak, let him speak as the words of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the power which God administers that in all things God may be honored through Jesus Christ, to whom is glory and empire forever and ever. Amen. Anything that we do, we do for the glory of God, not for our own glory. And I think that's why it always bothered me when people, you know, talked about 
um, having the gift of tongues. And, you know, I know of people who have told me that other people had put them down because they didn't speak in tongues. And it's not something you just go out and speak in. It's something that the Lord gives you during a time of prayer uh, that you have to participate in. It's not like you just sit there and, you know, God talks through you for you. It's that you are using words and you may not understand all these words, but it is a prayer language. And the way it was explained to me is this was a language that you've never said anything horrible. And, um, you know, and it is a pure language from, from God. If you want to follow the Lord in a deeper way, ask the Lord and watch him provide for you. To begin with, it might be just reading the Bible more often or journaling or opening yourself up to the power of the Holy Spirit. In retrospect, it should come as no surprise to me that this happened because not long before I was invited by this chance encounter at the library, um, I had been told by some of my evangelical friends that all I needed to do to accept the deeper infilling of the Holy Spirit was to kneel down beside my bed and ask God to give me the gift of tongues. And I was talking to several of my friends um, who, you know, attended the Assembly of God, and her suggestion surprised me. Really? I could just kneel down and ask God for this gift? And she looked at me and she said, of course you can, Felice. But I never did because I was a little concerned. Well, what if God doesn't give me this gift or does this make me, you know, less worthy? And I really didn't understand it. And so, you know, I just, I hesitated. And friends, the Lord loves us where we are. And I have no doubt now that he knew I needed an entire weekend seminar slash retreat to be open first to learning more about the Holy Spirit but also to be surrounded by believers who were willing to pray for me. And I invite you, friends, um, with this challenge. The first is to think about what your story is. Do you have a story that God has put on your heart? You know, Maybe the first thing you need to do is open yourself up to the gift of the Holy Spirit and ask the Lord in prayer to gift you with an infilling of his grace. Maybe he'll give you a prayer language, maybe not. But this infilling is a gift from God and all we have to do is ask. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be a feeling. It can just be an acceptance that you're giving the Lord your heart and telling him you're open to his will. And the second is to write your own story of your encounter with God, your testimony, or your growth in faith. We each have stories, and God continues to write our stories each and every day that we walk with him. You never know when you might share your personal testimony or share something with a friend, or maybe even like me on a podcast someday. I pray that you are open to whatever God has for you. And I pray a blessing on you and your family and you in, in particular for your faith journey. May God be blessed. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. 
There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.